Do you have any questions now? Can you stay for a question? My question is, can you uh, give us the example uh, that was narrated about a man becoming a Muslim? Uh, he went to the Rasul Salalaka, a lady was selling his armor, and he asked, could he become Muslim first, or should he go to battle? The Rasul Salalaka was selling to go to Muslim first. This person you said was in the in the text, so it had no bearing on the yeah. authenticity of the uh, hadith. Yeah. Well, this person is unidentified. We don't know his name, but he does not is not involved in the transmission of the hadith. Another example of that when the Prophet was making khutbah and a man entered and he said. All of our Catholics are dying, we don't have rain. Why don't you make prayer for us to have rain? This person is unidentified. But he is not involved in the transmission of the hadith. But the person who is involved in the transmission of the hadith has to be identified. But if this person is a companion of the Prophet the lack of identification does not have any bearing on the authenticity because all of the Prophet's companions are siqat, are trustworthy. And the reason for which we want to establish the identity of the reporters of the hadith to classify them whether they are acceptable reporters or not. Any other questions? Subhanakallahumma bihamdika ashadu wa ala anastaghfiruka wa atubu ilayk. بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين. Last time we talked about المبهم. Can you tell us where المبهم can be? Alaikum salam. Where a mubham can be? In the Senate or in the Mecca? In the Senate or in the Mecca? When the mubham is in the what kind of bearing does it have on the authenticity of the hadith? You missed last week? You didn't go to Mecca. You get the same or the same. The Mecca is the, the text. Mm-hmm. Mean, fat, and noon. Which one has a bearing over the authenticity? Or what kind of bearing does it have over the authenticity when the Al-Mubham is in al method? Muslim is in a method, the text has 
no bearing over the authenticity of it. It has a, a bearing over it if it is in the narration. No. It won't. It does not have any bearing over the authenticity of and Muhammad is and nothing. When it is in the text. No, it appears to me. Right. When, I, when an unidentified person is in the text. It has no bearing over the authenticity. No bearing um, over the authenticity. This is what you're saying? No. Are you sure? No. Okay. Correct. Can you give me an example? An example is uh, when it was narrated that an unidentified man came to the recluse of Allah for and asked about going to jihad or saying la ilaha illallah first. And uh, the person died. That person, the unidentified person, was in the text of the hadith. He wasn't in the narration of the hadith. Yeah, the, the hadith does not say an unidentified person. It says a person. A person. But this person is not identified Okay. Now, if the Muhammad is in the chain of narration, does it make the hadith unauthentic? Does it make the hadith unauthentic? Yeah. You agree with what he said? If the person is uh, unidentified in person, then the hadith is weak. If it is in the chain of narration. If it is in the chain of narration. Are you sure? No. Are you sure? No. You are wrong. What is that an unidentified person is a companion? Oh. An unidentified person is a companion of a person. Yeah. There's no bearing. You yeah. have to give me the... Right. There's no bearing because the companions, all the companions are special. So you have to say if the unidentified person is a companion of the Prophet Wasallam, then lack of identity does not have any bearing on the authenticity. But if the unidentified person is in Al-Tabi'in level or other than Al-Tabi'in, less than Al-Tabi'in, does it have a bearing over the authenticity? Why does it have a bearing over the authenticity? That are unidentified. Unidentified. Nobody knows that person. Nobody knows whether they're sick or not. Whether they are known, what? That they're not. It's not known whether they are idle or, or sick or not. Okay. What are the two types of majhul unidentified? Majhul al ain is unidentified in person. And uh, Mashul al Hawl or Mashu mm-hmm. is unidentified in text. What is, what is the, con- the criterion or the condition for a person to be classified as Mashul al Ain? So the criterion uh, for the person to be classified as Mashul al Ain uh, is only one person narrated, uh, reported from that person and it was not uh, certified by a major scholar. Who is a major scholar? A major scholar could be like uh, Imam Bukhari, Rahimullah, Imam Jusuf, and Rahmatullah. Now, having said that, inshallah, we're going to move to the new lesson. Can you somebody please?
We have said one of the conditions for the hadith to be authentic It has to have a connected chain of narration A connected chain of narration means Every person who participated In the transmission of this hadith Received the account from the one who is higher than this individual so, if we have a chain of narration to be A, C, C, D, E, F. For the chain of narration to be connected, F must be left from E and E from B and B from C and B from B and B from A. This is one of the conditions for the hadith to be connected and this is why we call it a connected chain of narration. The part of chain has a little And he has to link to the one who is higher than him, who precedes him in the name. And the way he links by one to hear it from the one who precedes him. Okay? Certain problems might happen in the shape of narration that will break this link. Therefore, it says here, Allah changes connection twice in a row. And the other to change this connection once in a row. And what that means, they have been changed connection Two links in a row. For example, if S narrates a report according, according, according to C, we have skipped E and D. This chain, this connection, twice in a row. It's not possible for S to narrate according to C. Because C, for example, if you imagine an example, C died in year 80, and this one was born in year 90. So it's not possible for, for him to make it with, with C. So we know that in biography, that those two people cannot be students of one another. An example of that is what narrated in Ma'awaf al-Hakim min ma'arifati ulum al-Hadith bin al-Sanadihi ila al-Qa'nadi an Malik 
أنه بلغه أن أبا هريرة قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم للمملوك طعامه وكسوته بالمعروف ولا يكلف من العمل إلا ما يصيب. It will be erected in الحاكم in the book عدد عدد الحديث in a chain of narration from القعدمي according to Malik الإمام Malik according to Abu Huraira so we have here Malik account according to Abu Huraira that means there is meaning that are missing Malik was not of the generation of, of Abu Huraira for Malik to report according to Abu Huraira. If this same account was narrated outside of Al-Muwatta, outside of Al-Muwatta of Malik, to have this here in the first name, a person by the name Muhammad bin Ajlan, According to his father, the father of Muhammad. So now we identify those two missing links. But this is according to a chain of narration that is reported not in Al Muwaffa of Imam Ali. But the narration inside Al Muwaffa is Malik that he has performed. That of Murayat Sayyid. This means the Hadith is Mughbar. The Hadith which is Mughbar changes connection once in a row. Changes connection once in a row. Meaning, we had our example A, B, C, B, E, X. When X narrates according to B, we have one chain that is missing. And when we have one chain that is missing in the chain of narration, this hadith is called Munqatr. An example of that is what was narrated by
does not mean the missing link is the companion because if the missing link is the companion we know all of the companions are the cops but the missing link could be the companion and could be someone else because a tabi 
can you see the hadith from another tabi'i? You understand? A tabi'i can receive a hadith from another tabi'i. An example of a hadith that is most sense is that which was narrated by Abu Dawood. According to Al, what does Al mean? Abu Dawood, Al is Zuhri. When you hear the word Al, Al, Noon, you have to familiar yourself with this word, the Al. In the terminology of the hadith, Al means according to. Abu Dawood narrated عن الزهري أن النبي استعان بناس من اليهود في خيبر that the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم sought the help of some Jews in the Khaybar battle in this narration we find that Al-Zuhri is reporting to us an account related to the Prophet We know Al-Zuhri did not meet the Prophet so there must be a missing link. That missing link is the one that comes between Al-Tabi'i and the Prophet. When the missing link is specifically between the Tabi'i and the Prophet, that hadith is called as that, in that situation, Mursal. So we can say, every Mursal is Munqatir, but not every Munqatir is Mursal. So, every Mursal is Munqatir. For the most of me, there is this connection in the chain of narration. But not every Munqata is Mursal, because if the Munqata is closer to the beginning of the chain of narration, then it is not classified as Mursal. Also, sometimes, The exact opposite of Al-Mursal is the missing link between the traditionalist, the person who's selecting that tradition, and the one who is higher than him, the one who precedes him. If this link is missing, then the hadith is called Mu'allaq. Mu'allaq. So you have Al-Bukhari, he is the collector, he is the collector of Hadith. Al-Bukhari is his book, Hadith number 774. If you go to Al-Bukhari, you can say, وَقَالَ عُبِلْ 
So the missing link at the beginning of the chain of narration is Mu'allaq and it is at the end of the chain of narration in
there must be enough sound evidence in the Quran and in the Sunnah to call for it without having the need to resort to this weak report. Thirdly, no matter what type of expression a person utilizes in conveying those messages, those weak reporting, the layman who hears it is going to believe that it is the statement of the Prophet Therefore, there is no need at all to utilize or to make use of the weak ahadith. So we say here, Sunnah followers do not read. Then it says, now we're going to go on to give you specific reasons for which a report must may be classified as weak. You see, a forgetful person may report an account and his narration that follows don't count. If a person is forgetful, that means he does not meet the conditions of being we said a Babur person is a person who memorizes the account and he is able to convey the account the way it was said or the way it took place. So if a person is forgetful, then he does not qualify to meet the condition of being a Babur. If he is not bothered, he makes mistakes in conveying the message. Thus he will be discredited. And all the reports that he is transmitting or he is involved in transmitting will be discounted. But here when we say a forgetful person, means this person is a person who forgets on numerous occasions. Because every single one of us, every single human being, forgets. Even the highest caliber reporters of hadith, they are not immune from forgetfulness. But their forgetfulness is very minimal. Whereas, a person who is forgetful, his forgetfulness is so great that he will be discounted of being in the Hassan category or in the Sahih category, of course. Because if he's not in the Hassan category, then of course he's not going to be in the Sahih category. So this, a forgetful person may be, may report an account on his narration that scholars do not count. We have talked to you before that Bakht 
refers to Dr. Sadr or Dr. Sadr. Dr. Sadr means to memorize in your mind, to have the memorization, the accounts in your mind. And Dr. to have it in your book, to have your book preserved, free from tampering, free from interpolation. If a person is trust is a bother in his memorization skill, but he does not keep his books free from tampering, then he is classified as a person who is not credited, credited to be an authentic reporter. The reason for which is if he cannot maintain his book free from interpolation, somebody might come and insert statements in his books or erase something or write something else in it. Since this possibility exists and this person is known not to keep his book free from interpolation, then he will be disqualified. So what I'm telling you, what the, the piece of information I'm trying to convey to you, that Dr. refers to two things, Dr. Sabr and Dr. Sabr. If one of them has deficiency in it, a person will be disqualified. Or a trustless, a trustless person may be in the chain. Thus, they do not believe his claim. Or, one of the reasons why a report is weak, a trustless person may be in the chain, meaning the chain of reporters. It was mentioned previously that one of the conditions for the, for the hadith to be sahih or to be hasan, the reporter has to be adil. We say the adil, the pious, righteous person. If in the chain of reporter there is a person who does not need the quality of being an adil, even though he has a sharp memorization skill, but he's not adil. He lies, he cheats, he does not pray, he does not fast. Whatever actions he does that will disqualify him, disqualify him practices, then this trustless person, if he is in the chain of narration, the scholars do not believe what he is saying. On the other one, when there is a forgetful person, we say that scholars do not count on his claims. On his narration, the scholars do not count. But here, they do not believe his claim. Because he, he might be wrong. He might be fabricating stories. A trustless person may be a liar, may be a sinner, may be accused of lying. 
And here's a point that we have mentioned previously, but we're going to repeat again. If there is a hadith that is weak due to the fact there is a trustless person in that chain of narration, then this hadith, even for those who say we can utilize weak hadith in a virtuous action, we cannot use such a hadith. Secondly, if this report was reported through many and various chain of narration, each one of them has a trustless person, collectively they do not reach the level of Hassan Nigayri, Hassan due to others. We have talked about that previously. So now we covered those two things that will make hadith ba'id. I thought at this point if you have any questions and then we conclude this session insha'Allah. Reporting about a Sahih report, you had mentioned that it was uh, uh, Sahih, we had one over last week, Sahih, due to others, and Hassan, due to others. Uh, what other Sahih reports? Uh, I don't know that. No, the Sahih. What about it? You, you mentioned right after you talking about the Hassan report, you gave the definition for the Hassan report, which means the definition of the Sahih. We, we, we gave it last time, we said the Sahih has to meet five conditions. Oh, yeah. I will give you an example of the Sahih reported to me. Every one of you is a shepherd and everyone is responsible for his herd. That was an example of the Sahih Hadith. Also, can you spell Dr. Sodil and Dr. Sodil? Dr. Sodil and Dr. I'm going to Sotar Seen Ra and literally mean Sotar literally mean the lines on the pages when you have the pages in your notebook those lines are called Sotar when you are keeping your mind straight, there is no tampering and interpolation. But that, yes, um, it refers to keeping, this is keeping good books. Dr. Sadr is Sad Dan Ra. And this is Sadr meaning check. Literally, Sadr means checked. We read in the Quran, Allahu Alimun Bivakis Sudur. Also, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Alam Nishrah Laka Sadr. Sadr. Sadr literally means checked. So, in the chest is your heart, and your heart is. The, fo- the focal place of your 
understanding. So a person who is keeping his chest, his public, it means the one who is keeping good account, keeping the accounts memorized accurately. And this is important because what happens is, as time goes by, people start to forget things and their memory starts to deteriorate. You might remember something happened today and as time goes by, your memory of what had happened will start to deteriorate and getting foggy. Then it started, you know, mixed with other incidents that happened on that same day. But the person who keeps his memorization sharp, nothing gets overlapped. Everything is prescribed. This is in reference to Dr. Sadr or Dr. Asfadr.
a trustless person if he is a machine of narration that means that means he is not adil if a forgetful person is in the chain of narration that means he is not bothered now we run into a situation when there is an unidentified individual in the chain of narration is not identified Thus, he cannot be classified whether he is Adil or not. He cannot be classified whether he is Bafit or not. So this is referred to as Mubham. Mubham. But if you look at your hand notes, it's clear in Arabic. It says here, Al-Mubham, we're going to revive the code, it says here, unknown individual in name, we're going to add to revive it to unidentified individual in name, or in person, may be in the chain. The case in which we have an unidentified individual which could be in the text of the hadith or in the chain of narration of the hadith. If this unidentified person is in the text of the hadith, then that fact does not have any bearing on the authenticity of the hadith. An example, it was narrated in Sahih al-Bukhari, Ata al-Nabiya rajlun muqanna'un bil-hadith, faqala ya Rasulullah uqatil aw uslim, qala aslim thumma qatil. فأسلم ثم قاتل فقتل فقال الرسول عمل قليلا وأجر كثيرا. In this hadith, a man came to the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم and that man was covered with honors. He said, O Prophet of Allah, should I fight or embrace Islam? He said, no, embrace Islam and then fight. The man embraced Islam and then he fought and then he was killed. The Prophet said, he did little amount of deed and he was rewarded great amount of rewards. So this man is unidentified. We don't know who he is. But he is not involved in the transmission of the hadith, he is within the text of the hadith. Thus, the fact that he is un unidentified does not have any bearing on the authenticity of the hadith. Here. Then we move to another point where this 
unidentified person is the companion of the Prophet If the unidentified person is a companion of the Prophet, then this lack of identification does not have any bearing on the authenticity of the Hadith. Because all of the companions of the Prophet are trustworthy. And this is a unique equality to the companions of the Prophet Therefore we have a hadith narrated in Sahih Muslim number 1459 The beginning of the hadith says According to Abdullah bin Mas'ud A man told me from the companion of the Prophet. And Abdullah ibn Abbas said, أَخْبَرَنِي رَجُلٌ مِنْ أَصْحَابِ الرَّسُولِ We don't know who that, that man is. He is unidentified. But this lack of identification does not have a bearing on the authenticity because all of the companions are trustworthy. Now we move on to the third case when the unidentified person is not a companion and he is in the chain of narration. This case could be happening when this person is unidentified in person or he is unidentified in status. The unidentified in person in the Mustalah al-Hadith This is referred to as Majhul al-Ain Majhul al-Ain The definition of a Majhul al-Ain is a reporter that only one other reporter took the hadith from him and no major scholar certified him so an example if we have a reporter of the hadith and this reporter is not the type of was not known to be transmitting the hadith of the Prophet of Allah. Only one other reporter received the hadith from him. Adding to that that this reporter 
was never certified by a known scholar in the Hadith. When this case happened, this person falls under the category of Majroor al ayn unidentified and person. The other one is unidentified in status. It's referred to as Majhul Al-Hal. Al-Hal. Also referred to as Mastur. Mastur? The definition of this classification is a reporter that only two other reporters received a hadith from him and no major scholar certified him. Do you understand those definitions? Do you understand what we are trying to convey to you? Hmm? What do you understand? For the true life. And only one person took a hadith from him, only one report. Do you understand this point? What do you understand? I want to make sure you understand. Explain it to me in your own words for me to make sure that you understood what I'm saying. Only one person as the recipient of his hadith. 
the only one person served as the recipient of this jagger, who we are assuming to be the unknown or the unidentified person in our case. Why we are making this condition? Because if this person has many students who are receiving, are serving as recipients of his narration, then he won't be unidentified anymore. But he does not have this caliber. He does not attain this level. Because only, he has only one recipient reporter. So the person has only one recipient reporter and he is not certified, then he is classified as unknown un or unidentified in person. But this lack of identification is reduced when there are two recipient reporters who receive the ahadith from this individual. To be from unidentified in person to unidentified in status. So if we have a hadith in which we have a person who is unidentified in person, we have a person in this city in, like that classified as un unidentified in person in the chain of narration, then that report will be weak. Because we don't know whether this person is, is Adam 